Hello from the Grace. Welcome to Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition. And today's Wonder Chapter is Second Kings Chapter 23. And as you listen to the word of prayer, Almighty King of Kings, I want to thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for guiding us. I want to thank you for protecting us. I want to thank you for giving us a chance to see this day, Father. We pray that you ask that you may forgive us our sins, all the things that you have done in our thoughts, in our minds, in our actions. In what you have done and what you have failed to do, Father, may pardon us, Father. Give us the Holy Spirit to come and guide us today that whatever we do, Father, we shall do it for the greater glory of your kingdom. We pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen. Josiah renews the covenant. The king called together all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. He went up to the temple of the Lord with the people of Judah, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the high priest, and all the prophets, all the people from the least to the greatest. He read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant, which had been found in the temple of the Lord. The king stood by the pillar and renewed the covenant in the presence of the Lord to follow the, the Lord, the to follow the Lord and keep his commands, statutes, decrees with all his heart and all his soul, thus confirming the words of the covenant written in the book. Then all the people pledged themselves to the covenant. The king ordered Hilkiah, the high priest, the priest next in the rank, and the doorkeepers to remove from the temple of God all the articles made for Baal and Asherah and all the starry hosts. He burnt them outside Jerusalem in the fields of Kidron Valley and took the ashes to Bethel. He did away with the idolatrous priest appointed by the kings of Judah to burn incense on the high place of the towns of Judah and those around Jerusalem. Those who burn incense to Baal, to the sun and moon, and to the constellations and to all the starry hosts, he took the Asherah pole from the temple of the Lord to the Kidron Valley outside Jerusalem and burnt it there. He has it to the he ground it to a powder and scattered the dust over the graves of the common people. He also tore down the quarters of the male shrine prostitutes that were in the temple of the Lord, the quarters where the women did weaving for Asherah. Josiah brought all the priests from the towns of Judah and consecrated the high places from Geba to Beersheba, where the priests had burnt incense. He broke down the gateway at the entrance of the gate of Joshua, the city governor, which was on the left of the city gate. Although the priests of the high places did not serve at the altar of the Lord in Jerusalem, they ate unleavened bread with their fellow priests. He discreted Tophia, which was in the valley of Ben-Himon, so that no one could use it to sacrifice their daughter or son in the fire to Molech. He removed from the entrance to the temple of the Lord the hostess the king of Judah had dedicated to the sun. They were in court, they were in the court near the room for an official named Nathan Melech. Joshua then burnt the chairs dedicated to the sun. He pulled down the altars the king of Judah had erected on the roof near the upper room of Ahaz and the altars Manasseh had built in the two courts of the temple of the Lord. He also removed from there, smashed them into pieces and threw the rubble into the Kidron Valley. The king also discreted the high places that were east of Jerusalem on the south of the hill of corruption. The one Solomon king of Israel had built for Astoreth the vile goodness of the Sidonians, for Chemosh the vile god of Moab, and for Molech, the detestable god of the people of Ammon. Josiah smashed the sacred stones 
and cut down the Asher poles and covered the sides with human bones. Even the altar at Bethel, the high place made by Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who had caused Israel to sin, even that altar and the high place be demolished. He burnt the high place and ground it to powder and burnt the Asher pole also. Then Joshua looked around, and when he saw the tombs that were on the hillside, he had the bones removed from them and burnt on the altar to defile it, in accordance with the word of the Lord, proclaimed by the man of God who foretold these things. The king asked, What tombstone I see? The people of the city said, It marks the tomb of a man of God who came from Judah and pronounced against the altar of Bethel the very things you have done to it. Leave it alone, he said. Don't let anyone disturb his bones. So they spared his bones and those of the prophet who had come from Samaria, just as he had done at Bethel. Joshua removed all the shrines at the high places that the kings of Israel had built in the towns of Samaria, and that arose the Lord's anger. Joshua slaughtered all the priests of those high places on the altars and burned human bones on them. Then he went back to Jerusalem. The king gave this order to all the people, celebrate the Passover to the Lord your God as it's written in the book of the covenant. Neither in the days of the judges who led Israel, nor in the days of the kings of Israel and the kings of Judah had such Passover been observed. But in the 18th year of the king of Josiah, the Passover was celebrated to the Lord in Jerusalem. Furthermore, Josiah got rid of the mediums and spiritualists, the household gods, the idols, and all the other detestable things seen in Judah and Jerusalem. He did this to fulfill the requirements of the law written in the book that Helkiah the priest had discovered in the temple of the Lord. Neither before nor after Josiah was there a king like him who turned to the Lord as he did with all his heart and holy soul and with all his strength in accordance with the law of Moses. Nevertheless, the Lord did not turn away from the heart of his fierce anger, which burned against Judah because of all that manner he had done to arouse his anger. So the Lord said, I will remove Judah also from my presence as I removed Israel, and I will reject Jerusalem, the city I chose, and this temple about which I said, my name shall be there. As for the other events of Josiah's reign and all he did, are they not written in the book of Annals of the kings of Judah? While Josiah was king, Pharaoh Necho, king of Egypt, went up to the Euphrates River to help the king of Assyria. King Josiah marched out to meet him in battle, but Necho faced him and killed him at Medigo. Josiah's servant brought his body in a chariot from Medigo to Jerusalem and buried him in his own tomb. And the people of the land took Jehoahaz, son of Josiah, and anointed him and made him king in the palace of his father. Jehoahaz was 23 years old when he became king, and he reigned in East Jerusalem three months. His daughter's name was Hamital, daughter of Jeremiah. She was from Libna. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, just as his predecessors had done. Pharaoh Necho put him in the chains at Ribla in the land of Hamath, so that he might not train in Jerusalem. And he imposed on Judah a heavy levy of hundred talents of silver and a talent of gold. Pharaoh Necho made Eliakim son of Josiah king in the place of his father and changed Eliakim's name to Joachim. 
But he took Jehoahaz and carried him off to Egypt, and there he died. Jehoiakim paid Pharaoh Necho the silver and the gold he demanded. In order to do so, he taxed the land and exacted the silver and gold from the people of the land according to their assessments. Jehoiakim was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 11 years. His mother's name was Nevida, daughter of Padia. She was from Roma, and he did evil in the eyes of the Lord just as his predecessors had done. And that is our wonder chapter for today. It's relative to a short wonder chapter. And I just have one thing, one thing like this that I want us to pick. And it comes from verse 3. Amen? What does verse 3 say? The king stood by the pillar and renewed the covenant in the presence of the Lord to follow the Lord and keep his commands, statutes, decrees with all his heart and all his soul, thus confirming the words of the covenant written in the book. Then all the people pledged themselves to the covenant. The key was that I want us to get to follow the Lord and keep his decrees, commands, and statutes with all his heart and all his soul. Amen with all his heart and all his soul. That just reminds us as Christians that when we decide to give up our lives to God, that when we decide to serve the Lord, we should do it with all our hearts, with all our souls, with all our minds. Amen? We should not partly serve the Lord. We should not be lukewarm Christians. Because when we give the Lord half of our lives. I mean, when we give, when we serve the Lord partly, it's very easy for the devil to come and take you away. Why? It's very easy for someone to come and confuse you. It's very easy for you to lose track. It's very easy for you to derail from the path that God wants to you. Why? Because your heart is not fully committed to him. The Bible is asking us this because we ought to be committed to the Lord. You can only imagine. Amen? So many times we want to commit ourselves to the Lord, but we are not ready to do it wholeheartedly. It's like we are, can you say we are sharing? Amen? We are sharing our love of God with our love of other things, which should not be the case. Once we decide to love the Lord, He has to be on top. And by the way, when you give the Lord a hundred percent, every other thing will just fall in its place. Trust me. Every other thing will just fall in its place. Once you give yourself wholeheartedly to the Lord. The Lord has never given you partial blessings. The Lord has never given you partial, I don't know. Then why do you want to give the Lord partiality? Why? Give everything. Surrender to the Lord. Surrender to Give Him your heart. Let Him use you. And He will shock you. He will show you some things that you have never seen. And lastly, the other messages I want us to pick. Today we see everyone renovating. We see the king renovating. Can I say, he was carrying out a renovation. He was burning down the, the temples of the small god. He was trying to renovate the temple of the Lord. He was trying to, you know, he was trying to make clean his kingdom. Amen. How many times have we sat down, looked in, in our hearts and we said, no, for the sake of the Lord, I'm going to clean it up. I'm going to renovate my life. Amen. This kingdom had so many spots of dirt. 
as you are pulled, you know, high places for worship to the small God. But this, when the king decides, it's like, no, enough is enough. For the sake of the kingdom, I am going to renovate this place. Amen. I am going to renovate this place. And he starts, he burns down the poles, he grinds on the temples for small goods. How many times have you and me sat down as Christians, amen, and said we're going to renovate our places of worship? Because the Bible tells us that we are the temples of the Lord. And we know we're not perfect. And the Lord doesn't want perfect people. The Lord just wants you to surrender to him wholeheartedly. We need to get time, brothers and sisters, and cleanse our temples. I mean, so many times we get lost along the way, but the Lord is reminding us that we should not give up, that we should not, can I say, get too comfortable in living with the death and feel that the world throws at us. Cleanse your temple. That's what I had for you today. I need to get some time. Read Second Kings. Chapter 23. What do you get? What do you understand? Feel free to write to us. Daily Grace with Alan at Yahoo.com. Or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter. Daily Grace with Alan. We love to hear from you. Remember, the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty King of Youth, I thank you for this wonderful day. I thank you for the gift of this wonderful life, Father. I want to thank you for today's message, Father. May you fill us with your Holy Spirit so that we can serve you with all our hearts and all our minds, Father, so that when you are going astray, Father Almighty, we always have a helper to remind us to get back to you, Father, for all the spots of death that we have put into your temple, Father. Today we decide that from now and this moment we are going to renovate your palace, O oh Lord, that you will bless us and be with us in everything that we do. We pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name, that of your son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.